You're listening to the Comic Crusaders Podcast. I am your host, Al Mega, CEO of Comic Crusaders and Undercover Cape. In this show, I'm sitting down with creators from all walks of life to talk about inspiration, process, the lessons they've learned, and a whole lot more. What up, everybody? It's your boy, Al Mega. See your Comic Crusaders on the cover caves. Welcome to a brand new Comic Crusaders podcast. Yo, check it out. Got that stuff for life gear. And I shout out to my people over at Full Blast Radio. Yo, yo, look at this awesome t-shirt, bro. Shout out, DJ Tiger. Whippa! I'm appreciating this joint, man. I'm looking good right now, bro. Hip-hop to the fullest, bro. Check out Full Blast Radio on Twitch, bro. That's the people's DJ right there, bro. It's real hip-hop and all that mumble stuff, all right? Real Hip Hop, check him out on Twitch, on YouTube, you know, go check him out, DJ Tiger, Full Blast Radio, all right? Now, check it out, folks. Tonight, we're talking to some awesome independent comic book creators, bro. Uh, they have this amazing comic book. It, it's really sexy looking, let me tell you, bro. And it's some magic, it's some horror, it's some crazy stuff going on. It's called Pocus Hocus, and the creators behind that. Let me introduce the one and only, Alan Dumford and Will Radford. How's it going? Hey, Al. I'm chilling, fellas, man. Excited and happy to hang out with you guys tonight and talk some comics, man, because you guys are the most awesome uh, creators, man. I had the, the, the pleasure of checking out issue one entirely. I'm like, wow. You're right <laughs> up my alley, man. It's magic. It's a little bit of horror. It's black and white, but it with little touches of color here and there. I mean... <laughs> It is it is truly a magical book, man. I, oh, I, I, I loved it, man. Yeah, yeah, man. You guys are awesome creators, so thank you for hanging out tonight to talk about that. So before we even get into into the book itself, fellas, yo, holla, man. Alan, where you from? Man, uh, well, I guess this is going to be a two parter. Uh, I'm from Beckley, West Virginia, and so is Will. We actually uh, we went to oh, high school. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what? High school homies? And yeah. working on the comics together. That's a beautiful thing, son of yeah. Yeah. yeah, man. So we met in 11th grade in high school. That was, what, 2007? Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. am I to assume he was part of the uh, geek inner circle? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so the, yeah, the class that we, we took was this class called Advanced Communications, mm. and it was one of those filler classes where you sleep. Because it was, you know, your first class in the morning. Right. I hear you, brother. You yeah. get there late after you eat that bagel, you got to take a nap. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the only way to stay awake was to uh, to talk about Quentin Tarantino movies, and I think that's kind of how we... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, how did you guys connect it? So how did, how, wait, yeah. I got to know. How did that even happen? How did that first conversation even come up? Well, Will remembered this, and yep. I didn't remember it. Uh, I don't know why you did, but... It was the, de- the Death Proof shirt. Oh, like, a Death Proof t-shirt. Oh, word. It's yeah. a badass t-shirt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's that's how that started, so, yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, you see why? Because, again, when we appreciate our friends, yo, we're always going to remember, this is how we met, yo. Remember, yeah. homie? Remember, even if you don't, you shit back. I, re- I remember. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, both of you was born and raised out there in, in yeah, WB? Yeah. Okay, great. So how was the comic book community over there as you guys were growing up? And I'll let Will go this time. Yeah, so uh, the comic book community, I mean, it's it's not um, – it, it's one of those things where it's not super prevalent, but the community that does exist, you know, you find your you find your people, you know, and uh, so you have that – You got you know, to thrive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, uh, that's that's always a good thing, especially, you know, in high school. And then as we got older – Is old, that where you find your tribe, though? Was it only in high school where you find your tribe? It wasn't any earlier than that? 
Oh, uh, well, high school, I think, was when it really was, was when it really happened. I mean, of course, you had friends in, in middle school and that kind of thing. But that's when my cre- like creative interests really started to take off and develop oh, in okay. high school. And uh, that's probably also even to this day when I read the most comics. So, I mean, uh, yeah, it was one of those things where that that was, you know, you found your tribe and uh, throughout, you know, went throughout the years, uh, you know, and here lately we met, you know, we uh, reconnected with a friend of ours, Mike Tiener, and he kind of helped us. uh, He's the writer of Midnight Highway, Black Jackets, and he kind of. Oh, nice. Yeah, helped us, uh, you know, in terms of finding a direction for the comic and all that stuff. So what? Okay, let me start go to Alan here. So, what what was the first one? What what was that first book you saw that said, "Oh my God, I love this"? Man, so you know, I always read comics growing up, um, and whenever I go back and think about it, I hate myself because I was a stupid kid, but I'm still stupid now. But I, I would get comics, and I would take a, a three ring punch binder and punch three holes in them so I could put them uh-huh. in a binder. I know. Can we just end the stream now? Is that it? Is it over? You're giving me a joke here. You were really doing that? Oh my god! Man, I didn't have I didn't have parental supervision. I didn't have anyone stopping me. Matt, yeah. where were you, Will? How dare you let him do that? I know. Yeah. It's uh, you know that never ne- this unforgivable. So you know, I I've always liked comics. Um, I never did any research really on the indie stuff because I was guilty of just reading the usual suspect stuff, you know, like V for Vendetta, 300. That's why we're taught, though. We're taught to go Marvel DC as we grew up because, you know, again, that's what's really on the newsstands. Let's be honest, you know? So in order for us to get the flavor of indie back in the day, we had to get to a specialty shop or hopefully find maybe a cool little bookstore that had a little section with the indie. And I think that's, you brought up a good point, and it it got overwhelming, too. Like, whenever you think about you're trying to find a new comic book, and you go to the indie section, there's so much to choose from. And you're unfamiliar with any of the characters. But but what really did it for me was the manga Death Note. That's what... Oh, my God. My daughter's collecting the the, the black editions of that. I have, that's that's, that's what I got. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's the black edition, and that's what really just set everything off for me. And got me really reading uh, comics and manga again. Wonderful, wonderful. What yeah, I think, I think that I was uh, – that, that's the interesting kind of um, – not paradox, but just difference between the two of us that, that kind of helps keep everything balanced. Because I was indie, like, right out of the gate. I, like, oh, you were. Of my, hey! Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in, in the sense that, I mean, or I, at least I think I was, because, like, I, I sought out, like, the underground stuff. I was a big fan of, like, the Daniel Klaus, the Ghost World comic book. Oh, wow. And then I was a big fan of uh, Johnny the Homicidal Maniac and Sweet. Oh, dang, yeah, Johnny Vasquez. Yeah, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy shit, bro, he was coming at you with some hardcore shit, bro. He was, with yeah. The, but it was that deep cut. Yeah, but it was, it was funny. It was hilarious, uh, you know, I mean, especially if you have a dark sense of humor and I think a lot of that even seeps through in what we're doing now um not not maybe not quite as extreme <laughs> but uh you know it was uh, that that was that was kind of like my introduction to uh to all of it so so I think that even mm-hmm. you could see even at their earlier stages of finding all of that wait, like let me ask you here though wait a minute that uh, that's really is some really exclusive stuff to find on the indie circuit like where uh, the hell did you find this stuff back <laughs> home 
Uh, well, it started with uh, Invader Zim watching the <laughs> watching the, ah, awesome. the well, Shout out to Oni because they still doing some awesome Invader Zim comments. Yeah, well, I mean, and that was when you know I was I was a weird kid, so like I mean that was like <laughs> that was like, my favorite my favorite Nickelodeon cartoon. And I remember watching it and thinking, wow, there's like nothing like this. You're not the only like, one. I have when I lived in New York, there was this young lady. And when she found out I was about into comics, she goes, uh, "Oh my god." Please tell me there's an Invader Zim comic. That's my shit. That's, that's everything. Invader Zim rules the world. That's my thing. You know, like, yo. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're not alone, bro. There are, there are a lot of Zimomaniacs out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's dozens of them. A hundred percent. I still haven't watched the new Netflix movie that they did. I need to get on that. But like, Get on it. Get on it. Yeah. Too, those those back. Back. I want yeah. to review it with us so that, that way I could laugh for a while. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I, so, you know, Invader Zim uh, was kind of what started that, and then, I mean, I, I found out that the creator was, was Jonan Vasquez, and um, yeah, I sought out his uh, his comic books, which were much, much darker than Invader Zim, and, and much, you know, was, was appreciated very much by me, because, um, you know, I, I had a dark sense of hum- humor even at that age, and uh, I... So just, what age, all right, you know, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, my brother, but what age were you when you were being, you know, looking at these books? Oh, and I was, yeah, yeah. Way too young, right? No, no, I was no, actually. Ah, yeah, that's what I want to know. I wasn't a toddler or anything like that. I was, I was like, <laughs> I was like thirteen, fourteen years old. So okay, I mean, you can handle it, by yeah, the way. I could handle it. Yeah, it was, it, it wasn't anything like. I mean, thank God I didn't look at that stuff when I was a, a toddler. It probably would scar- scarred me for life. But <laughs> no, no, see, I'm gonna tell you, like I always tell people, my mama raised me basically on savage sort of Conan, starting from like eight years old. So yeah, yeah that's my. Yeah, thing. It, <laughs> now, you know, that's why for me, seeing cut off heads and men right. versus, versus apes, that shit ain't nothing to me. Yeah, bro, Conan will fuck these motherfuckers. Well, I mean, I, yeah, I was watching I was watching <laughs> Halloween and Michael Myers. Yeah, you know, so. my first movie in the movie theaters was Hell Night, and I was like five years old that my right. parents took me to. You know, I had mean? VHS of Hell Night, like right Yeah, right me right. too, bro. Yeah. Bro, yo, you better save that. You, I hope that that sleeve is perfect because, yo, do you know VHS tapes are now collectibles? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I don't think it's in the best condition, but it's oh, it's it's over my closet. You know, yeah, they, they said that the tape really don't matter. Everything is about to sleeve. Oh, okay. 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 So, folks, you heard it here. Keep them sleeves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pro tip. Pro tip. Pro tip for now. Yeah. Let's get it done. So let's talk about the creative journey between you two. So when did yeah. that start? When when did that tickle your fancy? When you said, "Well, I think we got." to do science? Um, so, you know, Will and I, we, we've been friends for almost half of our lives now. Um, and Will has always been involved in, you know, theater, screenwriting, filmmaking, that kind of stuff. Uh, this is my first journey into actually doing anything like this. And this it, is it, our first? first? Yeah, this is our first comic book. Yeah. Okay, wait your, so, wait, your first journey into this type of creation, you mean, though? Yeah. Yeah. And, but, yeah. And what about you, though? What was your very first dad born into creation before you even took him on? As a point, like, how, how long you been oh, in the biz? I, I, well, I've been, I've, I've been writing, you know, screenplays and that kind of thing in some, you know, form or another since I was 11 or 12 years old. So, oh, wow, really? Uh, what the yeah. hell? Why? Why that since so, so young? I mean, what tickled you so much to want to go that route? Um. I just, film has always been the medium that I think, you know, first and foremost, like, really spoke to me. And as early as, um, you know, I mean, it started going back to when I was even younger than with the 
Johnny Salt and the Cytomaniac stuff, Tim Burton when I was a preteen and, okay. and you know, into got me into filmmaking and, and made me think of it like as an art form. That and Lord of the Rings, of course, you know, okay. those were two big uh huge, huge influences in my life and, and I will admit that still to this day. <laughs> but um Not wrong with that folks. Don't shame his ass. That's, yeah. that's, 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 that's geek culture. Any which way you find our path in is a beautiful thing. Right, right. I mean, I still get nostalgic when I watch, you know, Edward Scissorhands, I guess, um, even though Batman Returns is where it's at. That's my joy, man. I, I saw the the first Batman film in the movie theaters back in Winsburg, Brooklyn. You know what happened at the end? What's that? Some asshole decided to throw bottle rockets in the theater. Oh, I went to the with shorts, and that shit blew up right by me. My legs are burning, and I'm jumping. The whole theater's going nuts, thinking that shots are getting... You know, this is Brooklyn. Everybody thinks somebody's popping a gun or something, you know? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, that's you know, terrible. They were celebrating how great the movie was, though. That's what oh, okay, saying. okay. Well, I mean, have you... And you've, I'm, I'm assuming you've seen it since then, so you kind of know the the, uh, the ending. Hey, shout yeah. out to Talk Horror in the house. Wait, yeah, man. Yo, these guys, yo, this is a great book, Talk Horror. I think you guys are going to love it once we get into it. Don't worry. Don't worry. We're talking about the journey now, though. So talk about that, getting into the creative journey uh, of finally deciding to create your own book. Right, yeah. So um, for me, I mean, for me, it started with screenplays and film, and then uh, Alan, you know, I mean, cut to, you know, uh, like, last year. like this yeah. time last year, Alan called me and said, I have this idea for a comic book. I'm, I'm, do you want to hear about it? And, and uh, you know, give me your your point of view on it, and and it kind of took off from there. Um, so I mean, I'll I'll let him go from there as far as like so go from there, but yeah, I want to learn like who who said okay, I want to create a comic book. Whose idea was that? That was his mine. Yeah, right. and, and why? What 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 sparked that creative joint I, right there? I don't know, and that's the beautiful part about it because I finally felt like I had this good idea. And I really wanted to approach Will with it and see if we could make something out of it. Um, okay. And then it's it's cool to actually see, you know, this kind of like goes into the process now with it because this wasn't how the book was originally supposed to be. Mm-hmm. What do you mean by that? The, oh. the original book, um, we didn't even, we didn't have a name for it yet. I approached him with the idea about this magician that uh, it's going to be episodic, kind of like Twilight Zone meets Ice Cream Man. Kind of thing. Oh, so, yeah. sexy. So each issue is going to be different. Um, and I approached Will with an idea of like this evil magician that pulls the crowd on stage and is doing like, you know, creepy, horror, demonic stuff to him, but the crowd doesn't know and they're applauding and clapping along because they think it's just a part of the show. Like some Wizard of Gore sort of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, like, Wizard of Gore? I effing <laughs> love that. <laughs> OG, the WOG, the WOG, yo. Yeah, so that's, that's how it was originally supposed to be. And then we got to storyboarding it and it's like, hey, you know what? I think there might be something here for us to stretch it out and have a linear story. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. And I, I've always loved the idea of, of working on a comic book. I mean, I've wanted to do it. I've wanted to do that since that, that age of, of reading the books I was talking about earlier. So, um, yeah, when he said comic book and, and, you know, mentioned this idea that it, you know, dark, you know, dark fantasy, dark comedy involving a magician, that's when like the, the lights started to go off and we, we just kind of, you know, it, it all started to fall into place. Yeah. Beautiful. And, folks, let me tease you because, you know, they have a Kickstarter. But before we get into that Kickstarter, first, let's tease you a little bit on Chapter 1. I'm only going to go six pages in, I promise, because, you know, I want you guys to see it. First off, look at the beautiful cover. Can't yeah. fuck, right? But, who, who, yeah. who did the art? 
So Brian Belando, he did all of our black and white pens and inks, and then uh, Jason Smith, he did all of our coloring, and then Dave Lentz did all the graphic design and lettering for it. Yeah, beautiful. Awesome. So talk talk about how you found this team. Yeah, we we found them through Mike Tanner, like we mentioned. He has worked with all of those guys before. Um, and honestly, without Mike, we would not be here talking to you right now because he really did uh, everything he could to make sure we had the best book and the most successful product possible. Yeah, I, I was just going to say, too, and helped, like, helped, helped give us options so that yes. we could go and we could look at the, the work that these guys were doing and, and figure out what we wanted for, like, the style for this particular book. Mm-hmm. This is sexy, man. And, and folks, there we go. There goes the uh, – it was Bad Bug Royal Theater. So Bad Bug is actually Mike's publication company. So Bad Bug oh, Media. Beautiful. Yeah, and he picked us up, and we thought it was a funny idea. Like a playbill. Yeah, to have yeah. the first thing <laughs> is like a playbill. We yeah. thought it was funny. Like old school. <laughs> it looks great. And it looks great. I actually love it, man. Again, because this is comic books, folks. Mm-hmm. So I love to see that creators are actually having fun. Even when it comes to a page like this, you're having fun yeah. with it. Oh yeah, and yeah. look at the beauty of this art, yo. yo. Isn't that gorgeous, folks? Come on, guys. Yeah, Brian is right uh, there. Look at that, bro. Talk no. is like beautiful artwork, <laughs> and they like they nailed it, yo. Nice. Gorgeous, yeah, thank right? you. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, that was all Brian. That man. was that was all Brian. Yeah. He's he's an incredible artist. Sometimes we feel like even better than our script deserves. <laughs> Sometimes, <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it's. We're really, we're really lucky. They said the dude is talking about a virus level sex. Oh, <laughs> that's yeah. some, that, oh, that's, no, that's, that's some top tier. <laughs> Yo, you know what's crazy, guys? Guess who's talking to Elvira on Wednesday? Are you? Hey! Are you really? That's Cassandra Peterson. Yes, sir. That's incredible. That's, yes, that's so cool. Okay, cool. So, so you know what? For you guys, what I want from you guys then, email me a question. And I'll shout you guys out. Like, this comes from so-and-so, and I'll shout oh, you guys out. That's okay. insane. So we're going <laughs> to ask her if, she's a, if she prefers dogs or cats. Something oh, yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you see, all right, folks, this is what I, I was telling them even before we started, that I was digging that they do black and white, but that touch of color when it's yeah. important. Yeah. And, I um, look, and why, why that? Can you expand that a little bit? Let me make it even a little bit bigger there. Yeah, so what we really wanted to do here, uh, especially at the beginning of the comic, was to let the magic speak for the action itself. So we wanted all of the magic in it to really give the world life. When and white green, very, very spawnish. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, because we talked about it. Yeah, we wrote colors. in the script as a green portal. Yeah. We don't know why, yeah. but it was just it just felt right. Yeah, you know. Well, that that green against black and white is always just a. I mean, I love that combination. Hey, me too, bro. Me too. But hey, talking yeah. fashion, bro. Right now, you know what I mean? I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's sexy, and even the letter. Your letter is amazing. Whatever that is, yes. too, bro. Yes, he is. Yeah, a lot of a lot of really good ideas from Dave. He, we would even consider him to be kind of a project manager mm-hmm. on this thing because he helped us out a lot. Yeah, just so much knowledge. In this. God bless. God bless. Yeah. All right, I'm going to show one more page after this, but look how sexy. But look at this hero, bro. Look yeah. at that mustache. Huh? <laughs> it's all about the mustache. It's all about the stash. And there he is, our, yeah. our fearless focus. Yeah. So that – and why focus, hocus? Talk about that. So we wanted a fun name. And, you know, <laughs> we – about as fun as it gets. Yeah, we, we wanted something that was eye-catching, 
stupid but fun. Yeah. So then, you know, I I just approached Will with it and just said, Hocus Pocus. And it just stuck. <laughs> you know? It stuck and then we then the more we talked about the more we the more we were like, Okay, can we do this balance of having this kind of silly element to it, but also, you know, do something that's supernatural and fantastical and just, like, you know, really well-paced in those – stylistic and well-paced in those directions, so. And, folks, I'm teasing. I'm probably going to show a lot more pages. No, there's – okay. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They gave me the okay. Don't worry, folks. That's fine. (laughs) You got to see because this – yo, after you see this, you got to get issue two. You're going to have to. This is what it is. Yeah, yeah, we thought like we really stepped it up for issue two, but we'll get that in. You know, and, and, and why use the purple lettering like this when when the demons, you know, are popping up? Yeah, so you know, we'll, we'll see it in a preview for issue two. But um, we wanted everything magical to have color and light, and the demon's a magical being, so we wanted his speech bubble. We wanted to show that it's different. We mm-hmm. wanted to show that you can picture a voice in it. And whatever voice you want, that's the voice he has. And it's uh-huh. oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, brother. Uh, just real quick, I mean, I think that it, it kind of having that ma- having that collar be a part of the magical element of the series. It's like that is especially this early on in the comic book. It's starting to kind of seep into this Victorian world, which is very formal, very black and white, very straight laced, you know. And it just it just gives it a nice contrast between those two worlds. Yeah, and see, th- this page right here is an example of how we also wanted to use our dumb jokes with, with the world. <laughs> because in that top right panel, you have Pocus saying, hey, yeah, 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 I- I've read it. Now, uh, let me, where's the damned contract? And then the contract and, is literally called the damned contract right. at the top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right there. And, yeah. and, and I feel it, but it sounds like something musicians could definitely relate to. Right? Yeah. <laughs> So, and this next page coming up is actually one of my favorites. Yeah, that's that a gorgeous. Cool. That's a really. So cool. we love the the use of the after image that Brian did to illustrate the removal of the soul on yeah. Pocus because we have him getting pulled out of his own body there. You see yeah. it right there. You look at yeah. how gorgeous to the real, real subtle. Yeah, you know? incredible uh, imagery. Yeah, and great they, artist, man. What a great find. Yeah. yeah, we're yeah we're very very lucky. Yeah, and then and that's the thing too. Like even you know progressing forward, it, even with each page, everyone's starting to mesh better, fill each other out, what we all want, everything. <laughs> Talk Horus says the contract looks familiar. <laughs> yeah, it's like a page from the. Is that how you blew right? up Talk Horus? Holy shit! Well, uh, <laughs> hey, I gotta talk to you, man. I need to blow up too. I'll make deals. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I love it. Hell yeah, bro. If you do this, you're my best performer. If you could fill up this beer can right now, I would love you. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, oh, blue motorcycle. <laughs> like, that existed in the Victorian era, right? Sure, why not? Yeah. Right? It's great, man. And see, what I wanted to ask, because did you got using demons and all, did you look up at any actual demons, study any demonology? Yeah, so that was one of our meetings that we would we oh, had. check that out. Okay. Yeah, so whenever we – that was very important for us, was to make nice. sure that our demon had as much life as possible and was relatable yet scary yet familiar. You know, we, we wanted just to pull in so many elements – and especially going forward, you know, without getting to too much into it, we wanted to make sure that we were we were correct on a lot of different things. And we wanted to really – we want the audience to have fun with us. Yeah, it's like balance out the demon lore with our own sort of 
you know, mythology, yeah. Yeah, world building and all that. So I love it. I love it. Thank you for doing that because I have the monology book. I was about to start looking up this motherfucker. Don't play. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. You know, see, true creators, folks, they do their homework on stuff. <laughs> and, and, and look at these looks, man. But are the looks original to what you guys' visions are? Yeah, um, I, I think that, uh, I mean, it, it really, I, I just like the way that it walks that balance between between horror and comedy, and that it does look, I mean, it the, the name Guillermo del Toro keeps coming up, and I mean, like, I I, I, I like influences, I mean. I a lot think, of Pan's Labyrinth influences on here, too, with the fawn. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, and, you know, not that I'm, I'm saying we're as, you know, great as, as that guy. Oh, after, oh we are, Will. <laughs> and there you go, own it, speak it unto the world. You know, but yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that. I feel like there's a lot of that influence in the the, the aesthetic and the the style of the book. Um, you know, and I just our ideas. You though, if you split me in half like that and I take a shit, who's responsible for wiping my ass? <laughs> Will. It's always Will. Yeah, that's uh, that's up for debate. Well, yeah, that's that's not. Sense, yeah, it so. depends on the month. Right, right. Yeah. And, and this story between poor Pocus Ho- Hocus man, because he just wants to show Daddy like, yo, I'm ill, son. But daddy ain't <laughs> around, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, so and this is this this page right here is another take at our dark comedy, you know, the headstone for Pocus. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, it ties into the, the Faustian stuff, too, which is that the, the regret of um, making a deal with the devil or making a deal with the demon, that regret always has to, you know, there's always a catch, you know. Yeah. So. There's always uh, a price. Yeah, what we tried to do with this page here, this was one of the most important pages to us was because this page really showed our character development with Focus because we show that he's getting bored uh, because his life doesn't have purpose anymore now that his, his father is gone. And with each panel, we actually age Focus more and more until we get to our modern Focus that we have now. Yeah. yeah the very bitter Focus, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. each page you can see his mustache getting a little longer and everything, you know, until yeah. we get to, bam, our Focus yeah. here. And then now the story can progress to yeah. where we are today. The devil's in the details, no pun intended. So, yeah. I see, and especially with that type of uh, mustache, I guess it gives mustache rides. You know right? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> One of our rewards tiers for the first um, for the first Kickstarter campaign was a mask. Um, oh. With the you scared me. You wear me. I thought, I, I thought the yeah. first tier was a mustache ride. Like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that's hey, what look at that. Hey! Yeah. Possibly. <laughs> If you wear the mask, folks, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, even, awesome. yeah, even on to the next page here, man, this is what we, we tried to see it really capture Brian's artistic ability, even without any lettering or anything. We, we wanted just a moody, atmospheric, the feeling of just him being alone. You catch it. You yep. got it. And then now this is probably... Might be Will's favorite character. Maybe I I don't know about that. I don't know if he's my favorite. <laughs> one of my one of my favorites though, definitely. This is the Ivan the neurotic butler. Yeah. And uh, he's we, something. Yeah. Just the floors are clean. The basement. Are... All right, bro. I just got home. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Just like that. Dinner is served. That's all I want to hear, bro. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, do you need your foot massage? Oh, what's up with me? Back there, like, yo, bro, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go. 
Yeah, for real, I, I would I would bug out if I had someone like this. Like, yo, let me eat and I'll talk to you. Give me right, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. I don't think. And you know what? I mean, I'm about to give you an elbow. So I love you, but I'm about to give you an elbow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you show real love, anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, and that was the thing. We felt like we needed a character like Eisen to really help break up. And, and be, like, a good comedic relief while still right. driving the story. I see. There's, like, Alfred on crack, son. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's a great right. way to describe him. <laughs> Alfred on crack. I mean, master. Oh, 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 uh, yes. Yeah. Well, I, I would say p- patient and, uh, I mean, very dramatic, but also not, yeah, very, <laughs> it's simultaneously, like, dramatic, but also kind of subdued, I guess. Yeah, I'm sorry, because if somebody is talking to me, they just want your pillows, that'll be better tomorrow, can I wait outside? Well, yo, yo, bro, bro, slow down, son, smoke a blunt, something. <laughs> it's, Here's some weed, geez. Hey, shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's so, a good pun. Yeah, so now we're getting into the part that we were talking about in the pre-show, the part that kind of blew you away was the ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, oh. Hey, hey, folks. Ivan. This is Ivan. Jodiendo. You know, that motherfucker don't stop, right? You would think. <laughs> God damn it, bro. What do you want now? <laughs> And then we have our, our big reveal, yeah. Yeah, so we get a full shot of the demon. Yo, so when you got a demon telling you we need to talk, I think that, yo, that that, that equates to you feeling like you're about to get fired from your job. Yeah. Right, <laughs> yeah. Right? It's like, not going to be a lighthearted conversation. No, no. no. Like, yo, son, oh, god damn, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. what can we, how, how can we work this out? Please, I have a family, you know. Yeah, like, productivity's right? down, we gotta downsize, you know. <laughs> right, like, downsize my ass, you motherfuckers. Now, <laughs> be, be, before we start even moving on to what the new project is about, let's please show people the awesome uh, trailer you got on the current Kickstarter. Yeah, this is our take it, our dry humor. Hi, everybody. I'm Mike Tiener, the creator and writer of Midnight Highway. Hey, Al, we lost sound, man. I think we lost the sound on it. What this is all about. You know, uh, Mike... Rene Descartes once said, I think, therefore, I am. Alan, why don't you... Hi, everybody. I'm Mike Tiener, the creator and writer of Midnight Highway, Black Jackets, and other comics you never read. I'm here today with Alan Dunford and Will Radford, the creator and writers of Pocus Hocus. So I guess you guys think that you're pretty famous now. Is that what this is all about? You know, uh, Mike, Rene Descartes once said, I think, therefore, I am. 
Alan, why don't you tell us a little bit about the Kickstarter campaign you have coming up for Focus Focus 2? Well, first things first, Mike, it's f***ing awesome. <laughs> the fans will not be disappointed. They're actually going to be awestruck. We're going to win the Pulitzer. Yeah, they don't give out Pulitzers for comic books. Well, they'll start. Yeah, we have a few uh, connections. They'll write us in. But anyway, Mike, this comic book has everything. There's magic, demons, and an adorable pink bunny rabbit named Horace from the Ninth Circle of Hell. You know, something for the kids. Are there boots? Uh, uh, well, what was the consensus on the on uh, on the the boots? Yes. I think we decided that that that, that there 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 need like there needs to be more research, right? Yeah. Um, well, anyway, look at us. We are clearly professional writers. And these panels just speak for themselves. Okay, all that's great, but I wanted to ask you a couple questions about some criticisms that you all have received about your work. Why? Um, yeah, uh, Will raises a good point here. Why? Well, you know, I'm just think it might be good for you all to have different points of view and opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point Will and I are trying to make here is that some opinions are just wrong. The criticisms are wrong. 100%. Well, you know, opinions can't really be wrong. They're opinions. Will, get the chainsaw. Way ahead of Yeah, wow. dude, th- th- this is awesome. Fu- Yo, but you guys are funny as fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I love it. You guys got so much great energy. So let's go through the Kickstarters and talk about this. So what's this current Kickstarter all about? Um, so, yeah, I guess the, the big thing with this Kickstarter is, and I, I, I don't know if this has been the same experience for other creators, but whenever we, we did issue one, um, you'd... I think the majority of our backers were just friends and family. Friends and family you yeah. know, but, oh, how cute. Alan and Will made a comic, you know. Gotcha. So, it, but issue two, I think we we got taken a little bit more serious from other creators because 99% of the names on here, we don't know. Mm-hmm. That and it's beautiful because yeah. I already see, you know, your goal yeah. was 3000 You yeah. guys already well over that. So yeah. congratulations. Thank yeah, thank you. Yeah, everyone else, give yourselves a pat on the back. Right, know? yeah, we were blown away by the reception, I, I mean, of issue. We, we expected that, I mean, I guess where this is like our first series and that kind of thing, we expected to have, like, friends and family still donating and that kind of thing, which, I mean, is, you know, is, is always great, but, like, we were just really shocked at mm-hmm. the amount of people who were investing in it who were also mm-hmm. content creators or, you know, people who just believed in the, the series that didn't even yeah. know us. And that really speaks to us that we're, we're doing something right. So th- this campaign is really a big thank you campaign for everyone, and we're ready to move forward. And this gave us just that much more energy to keep the series going, right. you know. 
because we already have this thing mapped out up to six or seven issues already, mm-hmm. and this just really makes us ready oh, to keep really? going. Thank well, you. Yeah, we mapped out that far along. Yeah, yeah we, we, we have a story that we want to tell, and this is before anything. This is a passion project, right? And I mean, even you know, it, it goes up like we we know what's going to happen with this first arc, and we've even uh, you mm-hmm. know lightly talked about what a second arc would look like, yeah, and a different you know plot thread and and that kind of thing. But for this particular arc, there will be a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. So. so, and then you know, I'm happy that you went over the the, fir- the first issue because the preview pages are you know unfortunately they are a spoiler for what happens at the end of issue one but there was no way for us really to avoid it especially with us telling a linear story and we wanted to show people not just the artwork without dave's lettering because we didn't feel like some of the humor would would be there that much Mm -hmm. because we want people to know that this is a comedy horror series and we are just here to have as much fun as we can, yeah. because... And the vein of those 90s horrors is what I right. see, too. Thank yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Sam Raimi, that kind yeah. of stuff. You yeah. know, we, we really want to drive that. So, you know, page one opens with our demon sitting there and talking to Pocus, saying, so this is what happened. Yeah. <laughs> we should, you know, we should think of some 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 more Sam Raimi Evil Dead references to throw yeah, into future to. issues. I think that would be... Uh, so now, this is, this is a little bit different. We're, we're seeing a full color. Um, because, you know, we're, we're having a, a demon flashback of him telling a story to an event that happened in hell. <laughs> Gosh. So he fucked up in this song with this soul is what I'm guessing already. This is... <laughs> <laughs> I love it already. Like, this demon done fucked up, and some shit is about to go down on some scale that you don't want to believe. So, yeah, and then, you know, we have all of our demons right there. And then, you know, we talked about this awesome. demon earlier, the one speaking Spanish. <laughs> we thought that would be a little homage there, too. Nos quiere ver la cara de idiota. Yeah. <laughs> I'll translate that for you. But there you go. That doesn't sound so novela. So if you need a, if you ever make this into a cartoon, please. Oh, yeah, that would be incredible. Yeah. I'll, I'll throw my resume in for you. Thanks. Okay, okay. nice. Yeah, yeah, so, please do. Yeah. And this was something that Brian and Jason really uh, <coughs> did just amazing for us. We we decided to make the action sequence between the demon, well, the altercation, we should say, between our demon and the other demons, just one panel. This is a 10-panel page. There's a lot happening Ooh. in here. But Those we wanted comics. I love it. Yeah, we wanted <laughs> Brian really wanted to push himself and show how fast and quick this altercation happened. So that's why we decided to keep it on one page instead of breaking it up. Job well done, Brian. Job well done. Oh yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so then we have the chaos is over, and then if you scroll up just a little bit, we have our chapter two title. Chapter two: The demon has a plan. El demonio. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Look at this. <laughs> I love it. And look at homie, poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> look at this, bro. This is crazy, man. Uh, I, I, I love it. And again, the uses of the colors with the blacks and whites. That's mm-hmm. uh, gorgeous. What you guys are doing is just amazing. I'm, I'm digging it so, well, so I, much. Yeah, thanks, man. Thank you. Hey, look at this little bunny. What the hell is this? Talk so about the price, uh, the award, or whatever. I mean, reward. Yeah, this is Horus. This is uh, Pocus's magic rabbit horse from the ninth circle of hell. It's a rock star. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Check out that tee. That's sexy. Yeah, so that tee right there was actually designed by Kit Wallace. The, yeah. the oh, what? 
Yeah, he did a variant cover for issue one, and he did cover B. Look at that. Look at that. Incredible work. Yeah, gorgeous covers, man. Check you guys. Check, check these covers out, guys. Um, and the black and white cover. Oh. So what the black and white version is, and this is kind of something that, you know, we really wanted to, to pay respect to Brian because what the black and white version is, there's no lettering in it or anything. It's literally just Brian's pens and inks before, yeah, before Jason went in there. Yeah. So we wanted to treat it kind of like a silent movie. Yeah. And oh, I love it, bro. Yeah, just let people just skim through it and just kind of see the product before we added all the coloring and different shading levels and everything. So it, it's really, you know, for those who like art, that this is for them. Yes, yeah, I'm digging it. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah, because, you know, it's like I'm, uh, when it comes to hip-hop, I'm a beat junkie, right? When it comes to yeah. art, sometimes, you know, I, I love writers. So, you know, no disrespect to no writers. But oh, no, we get it. The <laughs> art, art is just so gorgeous that you want to have this book that where you could even cut out those panels one day, you know, if you want one of those yeah. books. And this is gorgeous. Yeah, thank you for doing that. So you got pins, prints. Who's Emily? Emily is focused as a student. She okay. actually shows up in issue two. Yeah, and uh, plays a, a pretty major role in the series. But, um, story, you know, as far as the story goes and her appearance within the story, that's – she takes more she, – she appears in issue two and really starts to take center stage, no pun intended, in uh, issue three, so – so please don't be effing with me. Uh, you really have a soul binding contract up for grabs. So is it like really a scroll? What, what's this? Yeah. So what it's going to be, we're going to have parchment paper and a wax seal with it. And to those who donate to the tier that have the soul binding contract, uh, after everything's all said and done, campaign's over, we're going to send you a message and just kind of ask about hobbies and interests so that way we can really personalize the soul contract just for you. Oh, cool. So yeah. what happens if we sign it? Will something really happen? Uh, we'll find out. We find out. Just, right? it, is, it is, yeah. That's, that's, Since that's the season, that's folks, there's only a few days left, you know, as of this recording. So you better, you better, like, jump in on that and sell your soul by Halloween. Or maybe on Halloween. You never know what could happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's this? Black jackets and okay, stuff. Okay, so yeah, we, we have the the Bad Bug collection. So Mike Tanner, his his publication, Bad Bug Media, we decided to go ahead and just as a big welcoming and thank you package, just put all the comics together. Oh nice. Yeah. So that way it's a lot of variety and everything. So um you can add a lot of these comics on to your add ons to whatever tier you whatever physical tier you back. Fire. And look at this artwork. These comics look so awesome. Yo, Bad Bugs is doing some fire stuff. What's popping? <laughs> well, Focus Focus is clearly the best title they have, of but course. these other ones well, are Defo, a- Absolutely. You know, <laughs> but, you know, after they check out the amazingness of Focus Focus, you know, if you want to check out the further world of Bad Bug, I mean, there you go. Lots and, of great stuff. There, are yeah. these standalone? Is there a connected universe? Anything you could elaborate yeah, yeah, on? Yeah, um, all of them are standalone right now, but we have, not to go into too much, we have talked about maybe some fun stuff we could do later. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, and yeah. I think they, they, they are standalone, but I I think they kind of appeal to a similar audience in the sense that, you know, there's if you like one, I think it's safe to say you'll definitely yeah, like and, the other. You know, before we get into the tiers, um, that was kind of like what we were talking about. Like, that was the big thing with Bad Bug. They always want it to be fun. They want the comic to be fun. If As reader, comics should be. Yeah, if right. a reader's not having a good time reading it, then we're doing it wrong. Yeah. I agree. A honey right there. One honey. 
So let's get into them tears. I mean, so for five bucks, we get a PDF of the latest mm-hmm. issue, right? Yes. And then we start really playing. We also wanted to, to be able for everyone to play catch up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's why we have a lot to do with issue one. And honestly, going forward, even with campaign three, four, five, six, we, we're always going to have a catch-up tier mm-hmm. and always add-ons because yeah. it, it's our goal to, if we... Not exclude Yeah, people. if we reach yeah. someone and speak to somebody, we want them to be able to get the product that they need. Uh, can I ask, the, uh, have your first prints, are they gone? They used to have first prints, so we're on second, third? Was yeah, we're on, uh, I think we're on third run now. For on the third run, so all the OG first prints are gone. Yeah, they are. They're, they're in the hands of the, the generous backers from issue one. Yeah. And you didn't even keep any for yourselves, guys? We, we did. We kept one each. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. You didn't even keep some collectors because I know this is going to be worth tons of dollars one day. Oh, man. Oh, we I think we so. messed up. <laughs> 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 All right. So here, for, oh, that's nice. For 10 bucks, we get a physical and a PDF. I think that's more than, that's awesome. I love it. Look at support indie. Yeah. You're getting a lot of pages, no ads on top of that. With beautiful yeah, art. yeah, no ads. Yeah, <laughs> we're ad free. Yeah, yeah, we're ad free zone. And it's real. So for twelve bucks, you get you know Shazam. Ooh, question. Why is there a question mark there? What are you teasing us with here? Yeah. So for this one, you get to pick which variant cover you want. Oh, nice. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Very cool. And then this one right here, this might be one of our favorite tiers, just because it's just it's really clean, simple. Yeah. You get a copy of issue one and two, and then a PDF of issue one and two. Yeah, pretty nice little package. Yeah. yeah. And more than fair, so the issue twos are all uh, first prints, right? For for yes. the collectors out there, right? Yeah. Awesome. Issue two will all be first print. Yeah. Oh, nice. So for thirty-five, you get uh, uh four covers of number two. Nice. Yeah, you get all four covers, and then the PDF of one and two. And then the retail tier was something that we really liked, which is the uh, you get five copies of each. Yeah. So this is obviously we're getting close to the holidays, so these are good stocking stuffers for grandma. You know. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So to qualify to qualify for the retail tier, I mean, do you have to be a distributor? They got to show you a business license, like what? That's the thing with with this one. You know, who are we at this point? We we felt like so with this one we. We just felt like for people that were really wanting to just help us get the word out or just get it for friends and family, people who may not donate to the campaign at a, at a good price, this this is for them. Yeah. Bro, this – bro. <laughs> Sid, I feel like snagging some helping yourself for this. <laughs> this, this is amazing. I, I'm digging that. Thank you for even doing that. You know what? That's good on you for showing love to, you know, to people that go, right, you, know, you know, let's help you. And us make some money. Let's yeah. do it. So, Alcazan, we, we love this one because this is all of the variant covers for issue one, all the variant covers for issue two, and the PDF. Woo! Yeah. So, any first prints out of those variants in, in the first run? The – no. Actually, we sold out of everything. <laughs> Yeah. Good. I just got to ask for the collectors because you know how homies yeah. are. And, and yeah, homies yeah. and homets. You know yeah, homies I mean? and homets. And collect. Oh, so, what's this? Oh, wow. Yeah, this is this is our bad bug bundle. So this is uh, one of everything. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nice little PDF. That. Beautiful. Check that out. That's that's cool. sweet, son. Yep. So now we get into the Walla package, which is obviously all the variant covers for two, 
the the pen, the print of Emily, and the T-shirt. Now you can oh. also add the T-shirt on. Wait, 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 and, and talk about that T-shirt for a minute. Show it off. Get up. Look at that, folks. Show that T-shirt off, yo. Come, come. Oh, on. okay. So oh, this yeah, one, yeah, this, this one. is actually the one from issue one right. that we That's have. One or oh, nice. Yeah, you got something different. So yeah. anyway, and what if we wanted that one? Can we still get that one? Yeah. So what we're gonna do with this one? Um, you know, we actually had some people asking us for it. We didn't think that people cared. You know, <laughs> you know it's, a lo- it's a fire logo, man. You yeah, yeah, yeah. So what we're going to do is, for the campaign for three, we're going to have this available to nice. be able to be purchased and add on as well. Same thing with this one. So this kind of forward thinking, but so those of you who come back for issue three, we're going <coughs> to have a lot more stuff. So in every Kickstarter is a learning experience, yeah. you know, for what people want, what they don't want. So we, we've learned a lot from this, too. Yeah, this is yeah. why I said this out. Uh-huh. I like yeah, it. That's where you get that contract. Yep. <laughs> and then the last tier is our Pocus tier. So that's yeah, where you get to be Pocus. You get, you get everything. <laughs> you get a shot glass. You get – Oh, word. Yep. So that means if I spend 250 next podcast that we ever have, I could be getting fucked up, do some magic, and show you <laughs> the contract. And be like, look, I just won a million dollars. Thanks. Yeah, we'd be offended if you did. Don't ask me if I sold my soul. Don't ask me if I signed. No, no. <laughs> uh, I love but it. yeah, man, so those are the tiers. Um, and then, you know, naturally, we, we got the team here. So, yeah, Jason, Brian, Dave. What the um, hell is this guy making out with over here? I think it's a I think it's a pie. I don't know. We had that question yeah. uh, the other day. And I like <laughs> the fact that we don't know the answer. Yeah, that, <laughs> um, I have no idea. Oh, he said, it, it, you, know, you know what? Uh, just reflecting back on American pie, all I say is, if you go to his house, do not eat the pie. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but an yeah, awesome team. You know, guys, you got an awesome product here that seems to be hella fun. That's oh, it. Yeah. Saying, going back to some traditional comics, some old school fun, beautiful art, colors, you know, humor. You know, thank you, thank you. You know, throw your let me throw your flowers. Thank you for doing <laughs> that, bro. Being awesome creators, guys. And, and one thing I do want to mention is um, we we did an update today. It's our tenth update. Um, we revealed a stretch goal that we. <laughs> had. Uh, so it was a it was a print of Emily that Stephanie Mooney did for us. And originally for the print, it was supposed to be uh, a $4,000 stretch goal that we had. And we got the print a little late. We just got it this morning. But we did want to let all the backers know that there was no other stretch goal. This was it. They they got it. And we wanted to say thank you and honor the commitment we made behind the scenes. scoop, scoop. Yeah. And and not put it out there to be like, yeah, for uh, $4,500, but whenever we originally made it for $4,000. So thank thank you, everybody. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. See, amazing creators, folks. You see, this is the future. These are real creators doing the business that care about the fans and, and, and putting out a fun product. So, you know, only a few days left to go. You know, obviously, they've already surpassed that goal, but, you know, throw in some more so you can keep opening up even more goals and, and get some awesome stuff and continue to see what they're doing. So, I've been showing it off all day, of course, right here. And, you know, check out Will at WillRad82. Will Totally rad, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram, I love it, and, and Twitter. Yeah. Holy shit, chaps, yo, chaps of fury, Allen. Yeah, boy. <laughs> let me tell, yo, bro. Let me tell you a story. So I lived in New York for some time, and I I worked on the Upper West Side. Oh. I saw a man wearing blue chaps. 
Perfect. Yeah, but you know what the problem was? Was there anything underneath it? No. Okay. <laughs> so, and, and the only thing that was underneath it was a blue thong to match the blue chaps. Amazing. And, and, and he walks into the bank of, uh, like, a Big Apple uh, a bank. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Like, am I seeing things? And some guy just walks me, only in New York. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, this, this is before cell phones, folks, with the camera. You know, then we had the flips before the camera. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, I called my wife. I'm like, babe, uh, I'm walking behind this dude that his, like, ass cheeks are totally out right now on that print style and shit, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what's the okay before we go. I want to know, guys, what's the wildest thing y'all seen in y'all hood growing up? Oh <laughs> man, man I, grew a, I grew up in a trailer park, so yeah. I've seen just all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I I uh, I went to um, I went to college uh, in Huntington, West Virginia, and uh, I was at a place called Ritter Park late one night, and uh, my friend and I were there. And a, a guy came at us, like, came towards us waving a dagger. No. And was, like, talking gibberish. I, he wasn't even saying, like, actual words that, that I know of. And he didn't, he didn't look like, I mean, he didn't look strung out or anything. He had, like, he was just this older guy with, like, a black T-shirt and, like, black uh, gym shorts. And was just, like, like you, you just fought, like, you know, some like, dad of, like, three kids or something. Just came out of the wo- the woodwork, like, waving a dagger. And, and that's probably the craziest, scariest thing I've, I've seen. <laughs> Would yes. you agree with Talk Horror? He's just a question you never want to ask a West Virginian. This is yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. Living cash. <laughs> yeah, right. Living his best life. Yeah, yeah. He, was, uh, he, he was, wasn't he? Yeah, I think so. He was having a better time than we were. Oh, shit, I would have been terrified. But, of course, being from New York, I think I would probably, you know, give him a drop che- uh, drop kick to the chest and then run. That's, that, <laughs> that is an apt – that is a good response. We we ran. We did not do the drop kicking, but we could have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody run, drop kick, run. You know, yeah. you know. Listen, the, the, the trick is when you do the drop kick, roll and run. That way you could get up quickly. Don't just do the drop <laughs> kick and lay on your back like some asshole in a horror movie. You know what I mean? Drop I like kick, it. roll, pick up. Run. My, my my friend at the time who was with me said some really like cryptic ominous shit. He was like when he caught up to me, he was like a predator, a pre, uh, a, a, the prey should never run from the predator. And it's like really because I'm pretty sure I can outrun that guy. And yeah. like I just did. So Wait, did, did, did did you just pay this mf to come at us right yeah, now? Yeah. Like don't don't play me, son. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like a weird fright farm thing. Yeah. yeah. I would have just tripped him. Let me see what he does to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I, mean, I didn't murder him, folks. He fell. Right, yeah. It's an accident, I promise. Right, yeah. Yo, so. folks, yo, guys, you've been, you're like awesome. You guys are amazing, folks. Please check them out. They have amazing humor, an amazing book, amazing creativity. Will Rat eighty two, Chaps of Fury. You know, he wasn't the one walking in New York. I wasn't, it wasn't me. It could have been. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, listen. If you have, uh, you know, re- red curly ass hairs, then then it could have been you. Who knows? Okay, it was me. No. <laughs> and please, folks, support the project. Only a few days left. Pocus, hocus, yo, check it out. It, it's fun. It's true comics. The things that we all love and enjoy. And, and apparently, you only wear red thongs. One of you two. I, I, I don't want to know who. <laughs> you know what? That's probably in another tier. If they reach five thousand, you're gonna find out which one of yeah. the two words that's on. That's a good tier, you know. 
you fresh met person, you over at Talk Horror, how dare you? Only playing. <laughs> Much love for tuning in, brother. Uh, oh, ma'am, I appreciate it. <laughs> with that, I'm Omega with the amazing creators that are Alan Dunford and Will Raffer. Thanks for tuning in. The outro tells you everything you need to do and follow. All right? With that, much love and hasta la próxima. Bye. Hey, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Comic Crusaders podcast. If you like the content, please subscribe and turn on notifications. Also, please visit ComicCrusaders.com and our extended podcast family over at UndercoverCapes.com. And also, make sure to download the Comic Crusaders app on the Google Play Store today. 